0: Blessed be the name.
1: this morning, let's put it into the key of F. Let's sing that song, I'm a child of the King.
0: And oh yes, oh yes, I'm a child of the King.
1: just a little bit and let's sing that song wonderful wonderful
0: oh now wonderful wonderful jesus is to me he's counselor prince of peace mighty god is he and saving me keeping me from all sin and shame wonderful is my redeemer praise My heart sings today, sings for joy and gladness Jesus saves, satisfies, vanishes my sadness Guilt is gone, peace is mine, peace like to the river Jesus is wonderful and mighty to deliver Wonderful, wonderful, Jesus is to me He's Counselor, Prince of Peace Mighty God is He He's saving me, keeping me From sin and shame Wonderful is my Redeemer Praise His name Now once a slave, now I'm free Free from condemnation Jesus gives liberty And full salvation now the sins of the past have been all forgiven And my name is inscribed on the book of heaven Wonderful, wonderful, Jesus is to me He's Counselor, Prince of Peace Mighty God is He He's saving me Keeping me from all sin and shame Wonderful Lord, is my request. Praise His name. Oh, living here with my Lord in a holy union, day by day all the way holding sweet communion. Oh, a chain grace across in my lowly station since my soul has received full and free salvation. Wonderful, wonderful, Jesus is to me, He's Counselor, Prince of Peace. Mighty God is He. He's saving me, keeping me from all sin and shame. Wonderful is my Redeemer, praise His name. And wonderful, wonderful, Jesus is to me, He's Counselor, Prince of mighty God is he, and saving me, keeping me from all sin and shame, wonderful is my Redeemer, praise his name, now he abides, he abides, oh hallelujah, he abides with me, and I'm here Night and day, as I walk the narrow way, for the Comforter abides with me. Now I'm rejoicing night and day, as I walk the narrow way. For the hand of God in all my life I see, and the reason of my bliss, yes, the secret all is this: that the Comforter abides with me. Yes, He abides, He abides Oh, hallelujah, He abides with me Oh, I'm rejoicing night and day As I walk the narrow way For the Comforter abides with me Once my heart was full of sin Once I had no peace within Till I heard how Jesus died upon the tree, then I fell down at His feet, and there I came to peace so sweet. Now the Comforter abides with me. Oh, He abides, He abides, Hallelujah! He abides with me. Oh, I'm rejoicing. As I walk the narrow way For the Comforter abides with me Oh, He abides He abides Oh, hallelujah, He abides with me I'm rejoicing night and day As I walk the narrow way For the Comforter abides with me
1: just go ahead and change the order of the service now and we'll uh, take our needs before the Lord. Let's put it in, um, we'll keep it in the same key. Let's sing that song, Bring All Your Needs to the Altar.
0: So bring all your needs to the altar.
1: We just have a few prayer requests here that are written down. Uh, We want to remember Brother Ben and Sister Abby McCafferty who are not feeling well, so just keep them in your prayers. I also have here that uh, Sister Hannah Whitlock is at home sick, and uh, Sister Carrie is also at home with her, so if we could just remember them. And also just uh, continue to remember Brother Barry. He is uh, returning home from his trip, so if we could just remember him that he'll have uh, safe travels. And also, uh, this need was brought yesterday, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, in uh, the Sunday school group chat. We have it's your friend, correct? Uh, a teammate of Noah's, uh, Andrew McCrary, is in the ICU and is currently on the ventilator with COVID and double pneumonia, and uh, is not in good shape. And uh, his dad is also very sick with COVID. So, if we could just remember them in prayer. And also I have here that uh, Sister Shirley Buchanan has a prayer request, so if we could just remember her in prayer. And I know we all have unspoken needs. If we could just lift our hands up. The Lord knows those needs. If I could have uh, Brother David come and lead those to the Lord, and if you would just stand with me once again.
2: We just give it back to you into your hands, dear Lord. We just come humbly before you, dear Lord, bringing these needs that were mentioned, the McCafferty's, dear Lord, just go to their bodies right now and, and touch them, give them relief of the symptoms and the sickness that they're dealing with in the flesh, dear Lord. We just pray for this young man who's struggling in the ICU. We just ask you to go to him and touch his body and heal him, dear Lord. His family's reaching out to us dear lord and we're just bringing them humbly to you dear lord that your will be done in their lives dear lord may we hear a testimony of your grace to them dear lord just ask you to continue to just work in our midst dear lord we just ask you to come among us today dear lord we just hope that the songs and the worship dear lord that we bring to you is is a sweet savor, dear lord just ask you to anoint the minister who's going to bring the word just anoint our ears to hear we just give this day entirely into your hands just love you and we thank you in jesus christ's name we pray amen
1: Amen. thank you you may have your seats i don't have any specials this morning so i'm going to pull one hopefully everybody knows this Uh, i'm going to pull one out of our family uh book here and it's do we have just a little talk Jesus.
0: Now let us have a little talk with Jesus. Let's tell him all about our troubles. He will hear our faintest cry. He will answer by and by. When you feel a little prayer will turn it. And you know a little fire is burning. You will find a little talk with Jesus. Makes it right. Oh, I once was lost in sin, but Jesus took me in. And then a little light from heaven filled my soul. It bathed my heart in love and wrote my name above. And just a little talk with Jesus made me whole. Now let us have a little talk with Jesus Let us tell him all about our trouble. He will
3: hear
0: our faintest cry He will answer by and by When you feel a little prayer will turn in And you know a little fire is burning You will find a little talk with Jesus Makes it right Sometimes my path seems drear without a ray of cheer And then a cloud of doubt may hide the lights of day The mists of sin may rise and hide the starry skies But just a little talk with Jesus clears the way Now let us have a little talk with Tell him all about our troubles He will hear our faintest cry He will answer by and by When you feel a little prayer will turn it And you know a little fire is burning You will find a little talk with Jesus Makes it right Now I have my doubts and fears My eyes be Filled with tears, but Jesus is a friend who watches day and night. I go to Him in prayer, He knows my every care, and just a little talk with Jesus makes it right. Now let us have a little talk with Jesus, let us tell him all about our troubles. Hear our faintest cry, He will answer by and by. When you feel a little prayer will turn it, and you know a little fire is burning, you will find a little talk with Jesus makes it right. Now let us have a little talk with Jesus, let us tell Him all about our troubles. He will hear our faintest cry He will answer by and by When you feel a little prayer will turn in And you know a little fire is burning You will find a little talk with Jesus Makes it right Now when you feel a little prayer will turn in And you know a little fire is burning We'll find a little talk with Jesus. makes it right. Amen. Let's
1: put it into C. And um, let's give, let's sing that song, um, What Will It Be.
0: Oh, what will it be when we get up?
4: all of our praise. Amen. 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 I didn't used to think like that. Being brought up. I was brought up outside of the church. I was brought up in the streets. So my my family wasn't a church going family. So it wasn't emphasized to me. You know, as far as the things that I needed to understand concerning the Lord and his work and what have you. So when I was coming up, you know, I, I didn't have a desire to go to church or, you know, to hear gospel or anything. But by the grace of God, I am what I am today. Amen. 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 And it doesn't matter what was covering over the seed. Amen. The life is going to come out anyway. Amen. In its time and in its season. Amen. Amen. And it's good to see everyone <clears throat> this this morning. <clears throat> you're, you're not as as much of a stranger to me now than maybe about a few months ago. <laughs> hey man, I've been back a few times and and I'll just say this. It's a small thing maybe but actually it's been bothering me since the last time I was here. Um, after the service was over, there was two brothers. Uh, my brother here. What's your name brother? Andy. Brother Andy and the, the song conductor. Not. Not this brother here, but the other one. They were very hospitable. And so after the service, they called me outside. You want to grab a bite to eat? And we zoomed off. And as we were leaving, there was one sister that caught my eye that saw us leaving. And I waved from the car. But in my heart, I felt bad because I saw other saints standing out front. I said, man, I didn't even get a chance to greet the saints. And that that bothered me since I, I left the last time. So I apologize for that. It may seem like nothing, but it was on my heart. So today I'm gonna make sure I greet, <laughs> I greet everyone, as many as possible. Um, <clears throat> yesterday was my youngest son Jonah's birthday. So I won't be able to have fellowship today as far as eating wise, because we have a little engagement uh, back at home for him today. Uh, but nonetheless, though, I want to be able to at least shake as many as I can hands and just greet you by the grace of God. We thank God for Brother Barry. Of course, he's not here. And uh, just the brother was saying he's, he's on his way home now. So I, I'm grateful the Lord kept them there and, and is bringing them home safely. And I, I know Brother Burley went with him because I was fellowshipping with him and he was telling me about it. So. I thank God for him as well. I don't want to keep you standing too long. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for all things. We pray that you would help us this morning, Father, because our gathering together, Lord, is not centered around a man. Lord, no one came to hear just the natural opinions of men, Lord. But Lord, each one of us came to hear from you, Father God, and Lord, we can't make you come, Lord, but we ask that you would please, please come and help us, Father. You know our needs, Lord God. You know all about us, Father. So we pray that you would be able to have your way and that you would take control and just do as you will. Lord, have mercy on us. Forgive us of our sins and our iniquities. Lord, we came to get help. We came to be made better. We came to get strength, Lord. May you grant it to us, Lord, by your spirit. In Jesus Christ's name, we ask these things and we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you, saints. Um, I want to open up in our Bibles, if you will, to Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8. starting at verse one it says when he was come down from the mountain it says great multitudes followed him and behold there came a leper and worshiped him saying lord if thou wilt and i want you to under just kind of really pay attention to what he's saying in this last part here because he had a great need but notice his approach he says lord if thou wilt He says, thou canst make me clean. Okay, so he didn't say you might be able to. He didn't say, I hope you will. But he spoke with an assurance. You see. And notice how Jesus responds, he says, and Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will. He says, be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. It goes on to say, and Jesus put forth his hand and touched, I'm sorry, in verse 4, and Jesus saith saith unto him, see thou tell no man, but go thy way, show thyself to the priest, and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. Verse 5 says, and when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion, beseeching him and saying lord my servant lieth at home sick of the palsy he says grievously tormented and jesus saith unto him i will come and heal him and the centurion answered and said lord i am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof but speak the word only and my servant shall notice his approach now there was no doubt right right and I want to point out one, one key thing here. The leper, neither, 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 neither the centurion, were disciples of Christ. Okay? Just keep that in mind. They got immediately what they desired. Not being disciples. All right? So he says, the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say to this man, go and he goeth, and, and, and to another come and he cometh, and to my servant do this and he doeth it. It says, when Jesus heard it, he marveled. And said unto them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And I say unto you that many shall come from the east and west and shall sit down with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness. There shall be weeping, wailing and gnashing of teeth. Now, notice what he says in verse 13. And Jesus saith unto the centurion, go thy way. And as thou hast believed. See, his statement showed that he, he knew that he was going to receive what his his request was from Christ. Right. So notice what notice what the manifestation of, of it was hinged upon. He says, as thou hast believed. Right. I lost my place. Here it is. He says, so be it unto thee. And his servant was healed in the self same hour. I don't want to keep you standing. Let's pray once more. Father, please help us open up your word. Open up our understanding. Father, we pray in Jesus Christ's name. We ask it. Amen. You may be seated, saints. Now, in that same chapter, I want to come down. And I want to go to verse 23. I've been ministering on this for some time. I've not been able to get away from it because it's being made real more and more to me. In verse 23 of the same chapter, it says, And when he was entered into a ship, his disciples followed him. And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves, it says, but he was asleep. So notice in this particular portion of the scripture, now it's dealing with the disciples. Those that had walked with him. Those that had seen God move in a mighty way on countless occasions. Those that were being taught directly by God. The leper, he didn't have that privilege. The centurion didn't have that privilege. But they had that privilege. Now, here are the ones that were actually being taught by God himself that had a chance to witness the very things, the very hand of God move mightily amongst people with their own eyes day and night. Remember, now, the Bible says there were many other works that Christ did that books couldn't even contain. So there are many more miracles that was done that you and I have never laid eyes on. But they saw it themselves. They were eyewitnesses. Isn't that right? But notice what it says here now. The disciples. It says in verse 24, And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves. It says, But he was asleep, and his disciples came to him. In comparison to the lepers' approach, In comparison to the centurion's approach, watch now the disciples' approach. They came to him saying, Lord, save us, we perish. And he saith unto them, he says, why are ye so fearful? He was in the same ship that was being covered over by water. But notice, even though they were frantic, they were fearful, right? As their God and as their father, he didn't show them no pity. (laughs) This isn't anything you haven't heard already. It's just something that's on my heart. He didn't show them any pity. He didn't try to comfort them. He had an expectation. You're not hearing all this teaching and I'm not showing you all the things that I've shown you for you to continue to respond in the way that you would have prior to you coming into this walk with me. I say I'm speaking concerning myself now. (laughs) So my topic this morning uh, is is atmosphere. Atmosphere. Kind of a strange topic, but I pray the Lord help us to walk into it without keeping you too long. He says, Why are ye so fearful, O ye of little faith? He didn't say they didn't have faith. It's just that it was being muffled, it was being hindered. You know, that's the reason why Satan tries to magnify things that could be captured by the senses. Of the flesh and by the inlets of the spirit. There's perspectives that Satan desires for you and I to have. He want to cast those things upon our minds. And he wants us to walk in the way that he want us to walk. He want us to see things and to respond according to his view that he's projecting to our minds. So that we can walk in fear. We can walk in doubt. We can walk in frustration. We can walk being overburdened unnecessarily we all go through it we're human right but i marvel because remember now brother Branham said that many times according to his actual uh, experiences many times people that are in the streets are able to grab a hold of the blessing of God in their lives based upon a promise, sometimes faster than somebody that's actually filled with the Holy Ghost. Isn't that something? So the Bible actually shows that here now. That's what the Lord was helping me to see. See, Brother Branham was more of a word prophet than people give him credit for. Amen. It was God ministering through his prophet, emphasizing the things that he desired for you and I to be able to understand. So atmosphere. So let's, let's kind of go into it a little bit. You know, what is atmosphere? The word atmosphere by definition, it means a surrounding influence or environment. It means the pervading tone or mood of a place or situation. So it's the dominant tone or mood of a place or a situation. Now I want to bring in here also the definition of attitude. Because remember the prophet taught us by the spirit of God that what the right mental attitude Toward any promise of God will do what, saints? Did the leper get what they needed? What he needed? Did the centurion get what he needed? Now, what do you think that was based upon? It was based upon their attitudes. The Bible says that the leper immediately received his healing. All the centurion, listen now, just by the centurion approaching Christ, it was an expression of his faith. Because just as he, just at his approach, as soon as he made his request, Christ said, I will come and heal him. Remember the Bible says it's impossible. Like, impossible. To please God without faith. That's why God wasn't going to show them no pity and things of that nature. When they were sitting there listen, Acting as though he wasn't even there. Yeah. Brother Branham said they had talked all about or Probably testified during the earlier part of the journey. But when the storm came up. The trial or the trouble. Made them completely forget. That he was in the ship. And he said something that really caught my attention from the message called Go Wake Jesus. He said they got into a trouble that they, they were fishermen, right? So they were used to sailing those seas and dealing with environmental situations, right? As it pertained to what happens on the ocean. But he said God let them be in a situation that their skill could not get them out of. Don't we see that happen in our lives, saints? You might be a good this, that or the other, but God will let you be placed into a situation where none of what you can do or anybody else can do can help you out of that situation. Why is that? Because now he's trying to bring us up higher. He didn't give us the faith he did for just to sit dormant and not be exercised. Tribulation work of patience patience experience. Why is that? We all know, we believe, we see it, we feel it in the air, spiritually speaking. We're at the very end. It's going home time. Right? But we ain't just going to waltz out of here all nice and easy. There are things that God foretold us of. Isn't that Right? Listen now, and as these things, we see it setting up right now. It really bothered me. I'm just sharing this with you, not to try to deal with any kind of a politics or whatever, but in my spirit, in my heart, Biden's address really troubled my heart. It it troubled my heart because I hear something. You know, it's, it's, it's everything is setting right up to where it's supposed to be. That persecution that the Lord forewarned us of, saints, it's coming. It's, it's, it's more right now than it was this time last year, than it was at the beginning of this year. Amen. So now we must have what we're supposed to have. And listen now, I don't want to cause nobody to feel any kind of anxiety or whatever. Listen, because we are predestinated, we're going to be what we need to be. You believe that? I believe that. It don't matter what I see in myself in my present condition. I can't look at that. You can't look at that. But that's what the devil tries to do. Look at my current condition, brother. I got so much work. Okay. God, who created the worlds, he's able to fulfill everything in a blink of an eye everything you stand in need of that in your mind might take years to come to be developed, to come to pass, to be established in your life, God can do it like that. Do you believe that? Peter went from being a denying Jesus Christ, cursing man, to just a few days later, being full of the Holy Ghost, satisfying the purpose and the will of God in his life. His unbelief and his doubt didn't hinder what God had for him. Those things give us encouragement. Not that we desire to walk in failure and doubt and things of that nature, right? None of us do. But just to know we serve a God that's able to come and do the miraculous. That as long as our faith is based upon him, then we know all things are possible. We ain't just saying that. See, that's the place God got to bring every one of us to. He's doing it right now. Why do you think you're having the trials? Every one of us in here, I know. In one form or another, you're having a trial, a tribulation, circumstances surrounding your life. Ordained by God. This boat trip was ordained by God. That, that storm was ordained by God. Do you believe that? Watch this. <laughs> Amen. Amen. This message here again is called Go Wait Jesus. Notice how Brother Branham states this, saints. He says, they should have known by watching what this man did and confessing him to be what he was, the Messiah. Isn't that what we do? Isn't he our God? Right? He's our Lord. He's our husband. Haven't we seen his hand moving in our own individual lives? Every one of us in here have testimonies of what God has done for each one of us at at, at various points of time. Do you realize God don't want us to forget about that? When a new trial comes, that was just helping you to come up to where you needed to be so that when the new trial comes, you'll be able to walk in that more victoriously. Because I've seen him do it already. I've seen God come in and do whatever it is you experienced yourself. And a lot of this is tied up also into our daily walk. See, the devil tries to make us lightly esteem prayer. And our time with God, we get so busy. It's places, saints, that the Bible talks about praying, you know, in the Holy Ghost. Right? It's places, In our prayer lives, there's levels that are much higher than what you and I have obtained already or attained to already. That's the reason why God allowed troubles to come. Brother Brandon said, because we within ourselves, we become so spiritually lazy. Isn't that right? He said, God allowed those trials to come to do what? To beat all the dross out of us. All the slowness he says out of us. All of the hesitation. Amen. The neglect. The neglect of the things of God that you and I know that we should be diving more into. We know it already. Nobody ain't got to ask. Nobody ain't got to tell us. You ain't got to tell me what I need to do more of already. I'll tell you. Right? But just the doing of it. See, the devil, and I tell this to my children all the time. I said the, the spiritual world that we coexist with. I said many people are ignorant of that. And even though God has has shown and revealed to us as much as he has saints, many times we're not we're not mindful of spiritual things as we should be. But we're getting there. He's a father. You understand? He, now, he's he going to deal with us in a stern manner because he has an expectation. But at the same time, he's going to give us what we need to be able to come up to what he's calling for. So, brother, what are you talking about this atmosphere? Let, let me finish reading this. I, I don't want to leave you hanging on too many loose ends there. Right? He says they should have known by watching what what this man did and confessing him to be what he was, the Messiah. He says, then he knew all things. Do you realize he knows all things in your situation? The thing that might be real pressing upon you, the thing that you might be worrying about. Oh, what if the devil loved to try to bring up into our thoughts those what ifs. What if this don't happen? What, what, you know, your time is running out or this has been lingering for so long. So what? God is still God. He's able to do all things. Abraham waited 25 years for a promise to come to pass. Remember those sisters went to the meeting and they got prayed for, right? And they will believe in God for their healing. Isn't that right? It was two weeks later, Brother Branham said, the angel of the Lord lingered in the area. And he visited both of them at the same time and gave them the desire of their hearts. But it took two weeks. That's a blessing. They ain't had to wait a month or two years. But the bottom line is once we pray and once we set something before God, what's very important, saints, in those times, between the time we do it and the time we receive it is our confession and our expectation. Your expectation must be must remain high. So when the Bible says, "They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength," that word "wait" it means to wait with intense anticipation. You ain't just waiting. Oh, I wonder if it's going to happen. Oh, it looked like some. Oh, oh, oh man, it didn't happen. Lord, you know, did you hear my prayer or whatever? No. Uh. Uh-uh. You're, you're you're anticipating strongly that He's going to come and do it. You're not doubting his abilities. And that's one thing God showed me. He shows it in the Bible, saints. Whenever we allow ourselves to doubt God. Right. Do we realize that that's like an insult to him? When he brought Israel out. And he allowed them to go through those different situations for their building up, for them to come closer to him, to really come to know him as he desired for them to. Whenever they found themselves murmuring or complaining or allowing their thoughts to run contrary to what his promise was, he was insulted. So just understand that whenever we allow ourselves, our thoughts to go free and run down the streets of doubt, we're insulting God. Especially when you have testimonies. Yeah. Why are you acting like I've never done nothing for you before? i made myself real to you. Yeah. He asked the disciples, Why are ye fearful? Oh, you have little faith. Praise the Lord. Everybody's all right. Yeah. <laughs> He says he knew all things and he know this trouble was coming. He knew knew all things. Sure. Father does nothing except he shows the son. He knowed all things. They should have known that he understood that storm was coming. Just like we should know that God understands that all of the troubles that we're currently facing. He knew that was coming. But notice how he says this now. He says, "All right, and, and knew it would happen. It was only given as a test of their faith." So just 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 take a moment. Just think about the the, the the more the most the thing that's carrying the most weight upon you right now. The thing that you've laid before God, and consider consider what your current thoughts are concerning that. Because when I talk about atmosphere, remember your attitude is what actually will assist the word of God from to to come to pass in your life concerning your situation. Because your attitude creates an atmosphere. The word attitude, it means by definition, by, by, by dictionary definition, it means a settled way of thinking or feeling. A settled way. That leper said, I will, I will be healed if you will. It'll happen. The centurion said, I know, I know my servant will be healed. It was a settled way of thinking, saints. Concerning the thing that's predominant in your life right now, whatever that trouble is, I want you to consider real carefully what what, what 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 kinds of what what kind of thoughts do you actually have in in respect to that situation? Because God is here. He's always here. His blood made a way for us to be able to access every promise it's not based upon how good we've been if your heart condemns you the bible says then go ahead and make it right confess it repent whatever you got to do because if your heart condemns you you won't be able to have confidence but the bible if our hearts condemn us not and it's according to the will of god then we should be able to ask because whatever we ask according to his will he's going to give it but what are your cycle of thoughts Cause some people are prone to, to just thinking negatively. It's, it's, inherent within the human being altogether. But just so many times a person's makeup, how they are. Uh, Brother Brandon would have people come up into the prayer lines and he, and he, he they would, they, they would, they would have physical condition, saints, that was caused by the way that they thought. He says, you, you, you got a nervousness. He said, but, but the reason why you have that is because you have a tendency to cross bridges before you get there. You overthink. Doesn't that happen to us saints? Amen. But listen now, however our thoughts run, it's, it's being inspired by a certain spirit. Your thoughts are controlled by a certain spirit. And how, Well, brother, how do I know what spirit it is? Look at how it's trying to make you think. Is it trying to make you think doubtful? That it might not happen at the impossibilities? Then no, that comes from the pits of hell. That's the devil trying to hinder the blessing of God from coming into your life. Just like faith will bring the promise of God to you, guess what? Doubt or keep it away even though God wants to do it. Do we understand that? Lord have mercy. <laughs> so, so attitude means a settled way of thinking or feeling about someone or something. How do you feel about your situation? In all honesty, just being honest with yourself. Because we know all the right responses to give. But the bottom line is we are where we are. And you know more than anybody else where you really are. If you're struggling. If you're struggling to really believe God. I want you to understand that's just an evil spirit troubling you. Because all things are possible. Amen. To them that what? All we got to do is believe. All things are possible. So your attitude, your settled way of thinking is caused by whatever, by whatever spiritual inspiration is upon you. Now, you just got to be honest with yourself. Many times people try to just kind of talk big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you understand? I got all faith. Huh? Remember, remember John Ryan? <laughs> he came up into the line. He was blind. He needed his sight. He told Brother Brandon he believed. He came up there, he got prayed for, he left. He was like, I ain't seeing Went back up into the prayer line. He said, I thought you said I was going to receive my sight. He said, I thought you said you believed. What kind of time limit can we put on anything? The libretto said, faith waits with patience. It don't matter if it happens tomorrow, next week, or whatever. If you really believe God, you just believe until they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Isn't that right? Now, I want to, many of you may have caught this. I know I've read it many times. But the Lord just calls it to stand out to me, just to emphasize it to my sight, for my own good. Mark chapter 11. Starting in verse twenty three. This is God's expectation, saints. I'm talking about atmosphere. It matters how you allow yourself to think. So if you if you're battling with being a negative thinker, with being doubtful, whether or not God is going to move on your behalf, the devil tries to make you feel like you're the special case, you're the the one that it might not happen to. You got to fight against that. Understand that's not you. That's the first, listen, that's the most important thing, saints, when you can realize that it's not, that's not me. That's something trying to cause me to think like that. The devil always tried. That, that, that's, that's what he thrives off of, to try to make us disbelieve God. But it's not you. Is something outside of you trying to ca- listen, trying to hide behind those thoughts. It don't want you to see what it really is. It wants you to think it's you. Because when you think it's you, then you won't really fight against it in the way that you should. Because you ain't seeing it in the way you're supposed to see it. That's a spirit. Lord have mercy. Mark chapter 11 and verse 23. It says for verily I say unto you. This is God now. He says that whosoever shall say unto this mountain. Talking about speaking. Be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. And shall not doubt in his heart. He says but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. So before you even see it. He's saying you got to believe it's going to come to pass. You can't speak it and then wonder if. You got to believe you received it already. We read the same thing, right? Amen. So this is what God is looking for. Brother Bradham said we meet the same conditions. God will move in the same way every time. He goes on to deal with prayer. Verse 24, he says, therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire when ye pray. Notice how he wants the prayer to be done. When ye pray, he says, believe ye receive them. That leper said of thou will, thou canst make me whole. The centurion said, just speak the word only and my servant shall be made well. They believed it before they even received it. The woman walking with the blood issue, saints, for 12 years, constantly bleeding. Notice, notice, notice this scene here now. Because God let her go for 12 years. He let her go from physician to physician to physician. He watched his daughter and allowed her to spend all her money. And after all that was done, all that, that she knew, as far as how she could help herself, after all that was exhausted, the Bible says her condition got worse. But notice God was in control the entire time. He let the condition get worse before it got better. You might be waiting on God for something. And while you're waiting, seemingly, things are getting worse. Brother Branham said, that's when you got to be certain of God. He said, because God loves to wait. He sees his children has needs. He hears our prayers. He said, but God loves to wait and do nothing about it. Why? It's an exercise of our faith. Do you really believe me? Or are you only believing me based off of what your senses are telling you? Oh, I see. It Looked like something happening over here, brother. Oh, now you got high hopes. But when that thing is gone, oh, man. We walk by faith and not by sight. Isn't that right? But the devil comes in in those times once he hears our requests or sees our needs and he tries to work with us to create a doubtful atmosphere. The Bible says that even though God was there in the flesh, standing before the people that was from his own hometown. Because of how the devil was able to make the people think toward him, the Bible says many mighty works he could not do. How? What tied his hands? The Bible says their unbelief. See, now the devil was happy in that situation because I caused them not to be able to see his mighty works because they yielded their thoughts to my perception and I was able to block it. Praise the Lord, saints. This particular case that the Lord was dealing with this woman on through his prophet, this really blessed my heart. Because the reality of it is the best of us fall subject to these things. We have our times of doubt. We have our times of worry. There might be some in here this morning. I mean, we're human. That's common amongst people. So it ain't trying to be spiritual like I'm a prophet or nothing like that. But it's it's just there. We all deal with it. I got things in my life right now that are pressing. But even as I was driving here this morning, these very things, these very thoughts began to come back through my heart. I was talking to my son, David, the other night who was sitting down eating dinner. And I, I just felt to express a few things to him because there's a few things that he needs. And I said, son, I said, you know what's a comfort? I said, it's, it's to know that we serve a God that can do something about it. No matter what it is. No matter what it is, you understand, as I was coming down that road, I, I, the Lord, the Lord, I believe he was bringing me conscious to help me to be able to see no matter what it is, I'm, my, I'm mindful of you riding down this road right now. He's mindful of every thought and every single thing that's going on and he can do something about it. We don't have to be accepting of nothing or tolerate anything that's not supposed to be there. Be it a spiritual problem, be it an attitude problem, be it a physical problem. Listen, you may have become accustomed to dealing with it, but you ain't got to deal with it. You understand that? Every one of us, whatever it is that's been burdening us or whatever the devil has been trying to bind us about, we don't have to deal with it. We serve a God that died for us. Amen. He gave his promised word to us. He's pointing us to that word. And all he's asking is that we believe on him. But he said, you got to fight. It ain't going to come easy. You got to fight for every inch of ground that you possess. It belongs to my peace belongs to me. My joy belongs to me. My healing belongs to me. He died that I might receive it. Isn't that right? My children belong to me. that greatest battle that was ever fought. God understands our frailties. He understands where each one of us is. And he knows exactly how to come in and build each one of us up. And he's doing that. We may fail a thousand times, but he's patient. Aren't you glad for that? He's (laughs) long-suffering. Amen. I'm so glad he's long-suffering, saints. Because I know I done tried this patient. <laughs> I done doubt it too many times. I don't allow situations that come in by surprise to bring me to a wrong response. Internally and physically. I'm going to read what I was about to read. But I got to share this with you. Because it, it really. This right here is in the message of go with Jesus. Brother Branham says you go to the doctor. He'll say Well. I'm sorry to tell you, just those words, words affect us, don't it? Especially my brother, I remember, Andy, you work in the hospital. You work in the ER, right? You know, so the doctor comes in and says, well, I tell you, huh? As soon as we hear those words, saints, it, it, it pulls a mental and an emotional response from us. It's like our spirits follow those words. <laughs> if it's a bad report, our spirits begin to go down. <laughs> that fear rises up. That hurt. That doubt. We're human. That's the, that's the reason why we have to have a comforter. Because even though we're human, when that, when, when that, when, when that strong man is in the house, he'll come back. Pull you out of, pull you out of it, isn't that right? Snap us out of the amnesia that the devil trying to pull us into. Aren't you glad for the comfort of saints? Notice how he says this now. He says, you go to the doctor, he'll say, well, I'm sorry to tell you, but you have cancer. Watch how he says this now. This is God speaking through his prophet. He says, well, quickly, that's all. He's dead. Why does he say it like that? Watch, he's gonna go on to say, He says, that's just all there is to it. He says, or she, they're gone. Why? Because when the doctors say that, they receive it. And when they receive it, their body begins to respond to what they've accepted. Notice how he says this. He says, you go to the doctor. He'll say, well, I'm sorry to tell you, you have cancer. Well, quickly, he says, that's all. He's dead. He says, that's just all there is to it. Or she, they're gone. The doctors say, well, that's paralysis." He says, he says, that's a leukemia. He says, well, right quick, they're just as good as dead right then. See, fear sets in, see, but it shouldn't. Just at the receiving of words and allowing your thoughts to go with that, it creates an atmosphere, a pervading mood. Amen. Now you feel down, now you feel sad, now you feel hurt, now you feel fearful. You're in the devil's playground. It don't matter if they say cancer. As a Christian, when God builds us up, amen, it's like we don't even hear it. Because, doctor, I'm sorry to tell you, you went to much school and spent much money on your degree, but brother, your sister, you ain't got the final say-so. You're giving me what you can based off of your limitations, but I serve a God that goes above your limitations. He goes beyond the instrument signals. Amen. He says, who is it? He said, who is this that made, who, who is this that made the promise? He says, what are we living for? What are we, he said, what are we the church of the living God? He says, why are we filled with the Holy Ghost to remember in the time of trouble that he is still here? Amen. Amen. To remember that he's still here. Amen. Have a situation at home, a loved one contracted COVID. And it it, it 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 had a serious effect upon them, right? They were at the point of death, right so then, by the grace of God, God orchestrated things that somebody came by to visit at the time that they needed and was able to get the ambulance to come. They go to the hospital. now I'm conversing with their parents and their loved ones because we can't go up, of course. So I have one visit with them, and on another day, my wife felt in her spirit to pick up a certain little thing that she saw that that put that person on their mind, and she picked it up, you know, as an encouragement to their faith while they were up in that room. And so she asked me if I would go and take it. So I contacted their relatives to ask if they were there. They let me know when they were there, so I shot over to take it. But as I was traveling over, again, I'm, I'm, I'm a very down to earth type brother. I don't try to make anything into what is not. I'm just going to state it to you how it happened. As I was traveling over, my mind went to responses that we have in respect to what comes to us, whatever kind of report we receive, because I can hear in their voices, their concerns. You understand? It's like they didn't know what to wait for. They didn't have a settled way of thinking. Because when it came to this individual, when I prayed, I couldn't pray any differently outside of what was on my heart. I couldn't think any differently. And in my heart, I felt like they were going to come completely out of it, regardless of the current state. That's just what was in my heart. So as I'm driving over there. These thoughts began to come to me, and I felt like it was something the Lord wanted me to share with them. So when I got there, you can just feel the atmosphere. They're human. That's their loved one, my loved one, my friend. Right? But you can feel the atmosphere. You can see it in the face. It was a worry. Waiting on what the doctor would say next. And so when I I came to the car... I said, let us have a word of prayer. And we prayed. I said, I want to share something with you if you don't mind. I said, if that doctor, because remember here, Brother Branham is saying, if a bad report comes, depending on the person, their reception of it brings them. It, 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 he said, their good is dead right there. As soon, Just at the hearing of it because they're receiving it. I said, if the doctor were to come down and say, oh, man. A miracle has happened. Things have turned around. Their vitals and everything are where it needs to be. And we can't even find a trace of COVID or whatever. You know, I said, how would that make you feel? They said, oh, you can see it too. They said, oh, that would be wonderful. They had just received bad news. Oh, that would be wonderful. You know, we would love to hear that. I said, so by what that doctor tells you, it would actually determine your mental response and your emotional response. And they said, yeah, well, yeah, that's right. Sure. I said, now, what has God said? Because he said, let my word be true and every man's word be a lie until he says it, until he shows what his final say so is. We, sh- we should continue to believe his word regardless care what a doctor say you might have more knowledge than me your your instruments might be showing you things but my God that I serve he ain't came to me and told me that yet I said so your response right now should be based upon what God has said which is better than a doctor's words you understand now let me just go over this little This patient God had in the line here. And we're going to close by the grace of God. This comes from the message called the word became flesh. Actually, that's not it. It's right here. This one is called the authority of the word. This is a woman he's dealing with. He says, oh, yes, now, he says, what you're here for is merely a lift of faith. See, he says, now your condition is nervousness and you're breaking and going down all the time, talking about physically. Right. He says, he says, and I asked him, he says, and if 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 I'm mistaken, he says, you was here a few nights ago and was prayed for. But now she's back again. Why? Because once she got prayed for, the devil began to work in her mind to make her feel as though she wasn't going to receive what she needed. So it wasn't nothing so much so wrong with her coming back. If that's where she was, that's just where she was. At least she was trying. At least she wasn't just settling for the condition. She was desperate. Right. And God will meet a desperate heart, won't he? Right. So he goes on and he says, he says, a sister speaks to Brother Branham. He says, all right. He says, as your brother, you are a mother also, aren't you? He says, you've come here from a distance, he says, to be prayed for. He says, only thing, he's the only thing I can do is ask. He was trying to let her know, look, the power doesn't lie within me, but it's within your faith. He told a centurion, as thou hast believed. Right? He says, all I can do is ask. He says, now I want you to do this. This is what she had to do now. He says, he says, you are sure to die. If you remain in the conditions you are now, you can't live but a little while. And now that's known. Even your doctor knows that. Now he says, now he says, now you've got to do this. Now he's telling her instructions, specific instructions. He says, now you've got to do this. He says, you've got to get up above that your way of thinking. See, you're down here thinking you're going, he says, but you've got to rise up here where you think you're going to stay. So you can't think you're going to die. You got to you got to think he said, you got to rise, rise up above your current way of thinking. But because of what the doctors have said and because of what your actual condition is, you become too accepting of that. Because listen, obviously it wasn't the will of God for her to go. So now God was trying to help her to accept and believe his word. Isn't that right? So this is God now dealing with her in her mind to show her what a battle was and what she needed to do to be able to come out on top. You got to rise above that, he says, your way of thinking he says you're down here thinking you're going but you've got to rise up here where you think you're going to stay see you've got to get above it as a man thinketh in his heart what does the bible say so is he concerning your 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 condition your situation whatever it might be how are you thinking Brother Branham said, if a man believes he's a sinner, he'll be a sinner. In order for you to become a Christian, you got to believe in and accept it by faith. Amen. Even when it comes to forgiveness, many people have wrestled. the devil say, well, God ain't forgiving you. Brother Branham said, you got to receive your forgiveness just like you did your salvation by faith. Amen. It's yours. It's all you're already forgiven. You got to accept it, though. Amen. You understand that, sister? Praise the Lord. It's it's, it's, it's as simple as that. Praise the Lord. Everybody understand? So now, how we think should line up with God's word. And what we say should line up with God's word. And what's in our hearts should line up with God's word. Then all three of those will be in alignment. Watch how he says this now. He says many people come to the altar to be prayed for. He says they have intellectual faith. They confess their sins and join a church and by intellectual faith. He says they believe in their heart. He says their mind. They believe it because they've heard it. Let's think about ourselves now. They believe it because they've heard it. They believe it because they know it's the best policy. Right. He says he says, but that's not what God looks at. He don't look at your intellectual faith. He says he looks on the heart. He says, where on the inside? He says, God, when, when it comes from the heart, he says, all things are possible then. He says, your confession meets up with your life. Your life speaks as loud as your confession does. So when we're believing God for something, we can't turn and confess something differently. With the mindset, we believe it, but then in our words, we, well, you know, uh, I just, I see you're still kind of there. I'm just kind of waiting to see, (laughs) waiting to see what? For me, I'm waiting to see for, I'm waiting to see it gone. (laughs) Amen. I got several things within just physically speaking that I've been dealing with in my body. And by the grace of God, saints, the Lord brought me conscious that each one of those things are now gone. I'm going, I'm walking around, going about my daily well, I, I just kind of shared, which it ain't nothing real secretive, but one, I had a pain in my knee. Whenever I would go and step up any steps or whatever, a sharp pain just coming, and man, it was just being persistent. And I was like, man, but the way that I am, I'm not accepting of just, I'm, I don't accept conditions and stuff just like that, so immediately I'm the kind of person, if you ask me, well, brother, how you doing? I'm not going to say, I got a sharp pain in my knee. I'm going to say, all is well, I'm doing good. Why? Because my confession is going to line up with my desire. What do I want God to do for me? I'm not going to confess anything otherwise. I had a toothache. My mouth started hurting a little bit. I was like, Lord, now he's bringing, now remember now, he said, how can you have faith for a body change when you can't even have faith to heal a toothache? So why did God let all these little things? Why did he let all these little things happen? It's the exercising of our faith because it's going home time. It may seem like it's small and insignificant saints, but every one of them are very significant. We need them. they are opportunities for growth. So whatever trial you got going on, just understand this is an opportunity for growth. God is trying to cause me to come up higher. I mean, he knows what's in me. He knows what's in, what's in every one of us. And he's calling for something. And he's going to get what he's calling for. Do we believe that? Yes. I had another issue with my, my right heel. Man, I would wake up in the mornings and I ain't claiming nothing. But boy, I could hardly step on that foot. It's like that heel, just a little sharp pain. Somebody's sticking it with needles. I, I'm just going to tell on myself, I, I don't go to the doctor i haven't been to the doctor in so long i I can't tell you the last time i went he said well brother you shouldn't do that you know you should kind of i'm just telling you how my makeup is you see everybody's got a different makeup and and for me once the lord began to deal with my heart it's like i just want to see him move i just want to see him move according to his word you know um and so I just I try to just apply that to these things, you know, Lord, have mercy on me. Help you. I cry out. I pray. But by the grace of God, all these little things, just that they're gone. now. You no, know, it's there's other things I can testify of that God is doing. But you have testimonies also. Amen. I know you do. Amen. What is God doing, saints? He, he wants us to always have a welcoming atmosphere for him. And that atmosphere that welcomes him him is is, is an atmosphere of faith. So we can't allow our thoughts to run any differently. They'll try that. That spirit will come. It'll try you. It'll try to push you out there. You know, we've been in those battles. We understand what happens. But but we got to call on God. Say, Lord, you don't want me to think like that because he said in his word we got to bring every thought into captivity. That tries to exalt itself above Christ and Christ is the word. He said, bring every thought. Amen. God knows what he's put in us, saints. and He's, gonna, he, he's not going to let us rest until he sees his word living. Amen. So be encouraged. Amen. Fight for the right atmosphere so God will be more welcomed, more than what he has been. Allow God to feel more welcome just to come down and allow his anointing just to settle. Whenever Brother Branham, by the grace of God, would would cause the people's minds to come off of their problems and their situations, now all of a sudden the atmosphere changed and Brother Branham said it looks milky in here. What was that? It was the changing of the perspective in regards to the situations individually. Next thing you know, you got tractor trailer loads of crutches and wheelchairs being taken off and the people going home well laughing and running home what did that it was the right attitude that settled way of thinking let's fight for it saints it belongs to us pray for me amen i I preach this but i i'm gonna have my battles yet more you know as as the days come but pray for me i'll be praying for you that the lord will help us to become more victorious god bless you amen let us stand together and let us give god a hand clap of praise saints. leave you with this particular word here and pray that it be a blessing to you. Brother Branham says, I am, this is the message enticing spirits. He says, I am positive, sure this morning if men and women could only get into the position of where their soul, their thinking, and their attitude will be perfect in the sight of God, he says that would be one of the most powerful churches that ever existed. That attitude, it makes the difference. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your word this morning. God, we know that we are the children of faith, Lord, and and we were made to walk in a certain way before you, and even though we grew up in the world, Lord God, you've been dealing with our hearts and teaching us your ways, just as you did with Israel, Lord. They didn't understand what was going on. They didn't understand why they came into times of lack and sickness, Lord, And and just different things, Father God, that they had to face, Lord. But, Lord, you let them know by your prophet, Father, that you led them those many years that you did. You said, Lord, because you wanted to prove them, to see what was in their hearts, to see whether or not they loved you, and to let them know, Lord, that man don't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of your mouth. God, you've been dealing with us in that very same way. Lord, we're not back there at that time, but we are here, Lord, and you've allowed each one of our lives to be to go in certain courses, to, to, to experience certain things, Lord. To bring us to those very same places, Lord, to prove us, to bring us into a greater love and trust in you, Lord, so that we will know, Lord, God, it's not according to what you thought before, but you live by my word, faith in my word. And, Lord, we can testify, Father, that we now know that you are real. You're more real to us now, Father, than ever before. And I pray that you would continue to help us and strengthen us and nurture us, Lord, Father, to come up to where we all want to be. We want to satisfy your will. We want to be in our purpose, Lord, thriving, moving forward, progressing continuously, Lord. God, thank you we commit these things unto you, all of your children here, Lord. You know their individual situations. I pray, Father God, that the enemy, Lord, has been successful at causing any to doubt. Lord, may that that battle change. Lord, instead of being defeated, Father, in their minds, Lord, may they become more victorious. Lord, may their faith be anointed. Lord, you say that you prayed for Peter's faith, Father God, that it wouldn't fail. Father, I pray for all of our faith, Lord, that it won't fail, that it'll stand, Father God, and be an expression that you're pleased with, Lord. We thank you, Father God. We commit all these things unto you, and we love you. In Jesus Christ's name we ask it and we pray. Amen.
1: Together This morning and just hear the word we will dismiss in a word of prayer and uh, let's put it in the key of B flat After we pray we'll just sing this uh, song if you would just bow your heads Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this time to be able to come and We just thank you for speaking to us this morning We pray that you will just go with us the rest of this day and for this week that is coming up just help us to apply what you have told us to be able to create an atmosphere of expectation, not to rely on what the world says, but to rely on what you say. Just be with us, I pray. Go with us and forgive us of our sins. In Jesus' name. Let's sing that song, Because He Lives.
0: Because He Lives I can face.